Hi there, everybody, and welcome to episode 91 of the Agile Pubcast. This one is a bit different because it's the first episode where we're going to be discussing the results and the progress of Scrum Mastery Challenge Lockdown. So, in this episode, Paul and I evaluate and end up judging and discussing the contestants' entries to Challenge 1, which was to introduce themselves to a new team in just 60 seconds with the most impactful introduction, getting the most points. So meet the contestants from all around the world and let's see what learnings we can take out of how to introduce yourself to a new team. Cheers. my friend that was probably quite loud actually sorry about that, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try and edit that down uh, overexcited oh overexcited how are you mate yeah i'm all right i'm yeah. i'm uh i'm struggling along as yeah, I say. I you're knackered aren't you? you're knackered you've had a big day teaching yeah i've done teaching today so i've got the um post-teaching introvert syndrome kicking in so you got to you're gonna to have to keep me um keep me energized during this mate no worries yeah no probably won't help <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm dying for a drink i'm really thirsty my my mouth is dry so i'm gonna to have to open this can here go on you go first and what you got i've got tri hop as in tri three three hop by uh, well no tri hop mosaic yeah, i think yeah, by anarchy brew company i don't know where they're from i'll be honest i opened the fridge and i thought oh wonder where that came from um it's it's got three different types of hop in there it's got uh, apparently kettle hops um whirlpool and t90 cryo dry hop or something like that anyway three hops that's it's quite yellow almost a, almost a light green color as it's coming out the can but it's settling into a normal, normal beer color but it's quite light Okay. Again, you've been sucked in by the very the kind of snazzy can design. Well, I honestly don't remember buying this, so um, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it came th- came free with a batch thing, or it came part of okay. a you know, bundle or something. Very good. Hmm. Smells not a particularly strong smell. It doesn't knock you out. Six point four percent. Wowzers trousers. That's cider strength stuff. That is. Hmm. I'm going to say a little bit of gooseberry in there. Ooh. Mm. Very specific fruit, not just any old berry, a, a gooseberry. Yeah. Well, I think gooseberries are quite different to many other berries, aren't they, really? See, I wouldn't be able to tell you if I was to taste, like, if someone say, what name that berry, I don't think I'd be able to, unless it's like strawberry or raspberry hmm. or maybe blackberry, I wouldn't be able to. Could you tell a gooseberry from a Loganberry? Well, Loganberries are a bit more like raspberries, aren't they? No, oh, I don't know. I'm just guessing berries now. I think they're the a little bit more raspberry. Like tay berries, they're, they're quite similar to raspberries. Oh, I'm not a berry expert like you, mate. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's, anyway. Another, that's for another podcast. Guess the berry. <laughs> <laughs> you can look forward to that one, listeners. Paul yeah. plays Guess the Berry. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners will pour in for that one. Uh, Shall yeah. I dip, in, dip into my box? You can't have many left. 
Only top two left. Hmm. Number three or number... I always get the numbers mixed up. One, two, three. Three or seven. Three or seven? Really? I thought we've had well, seven uh, already. Now, the thing is, I might have turned the box around. So it might, <laughs> it might be three or seven. I or thought it, it was three be... and six. I uh, see. No, I think you had six last time. Oh, I can't remember. Someone will tell us something. Someone will go back. Three or some, not three. Uh, some some uh, some podcast geek will go back and say, "I'm sorry, Paul, you've actually had that one." I'll tell. You, let's have three then, and we'll leave not three till next week. <laughs> see, that one's got a post-it saying ten on it. So perhaps I have mixed them round. Anyway, it's that one. This is um, oh, this is Warley's summer summercraft summer summercraft. Been a long day. Somerset Craft Cider Red Hen. Can you see that? Is that berry berryish? Oh no, it's not red. It's just no. It just looks like apples. It's it's uh, rich and smooth, gluten free, vegan. Aren't all ciders vegan? I don't know. Um. So I know. Oh. Pairs well with bold flavours like curry, barbecue, and strong cheese. I'm not sure how they can say that. But does vegan count? Does, do bugs count as? Because we crushed a couple of bugs when I made your cider, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so this is from Shepton Mallet, mate, down the road. Mm-hmm. Red Hen, 6.2%. Mm. This will help me sleep. Fizzy, very fizzy. You can hear the fizz. Yeah, looks like I kind of yeah. You can tell it's a craft side. It's kind of it more got more of a funky uh, label. It's quite nice, quite well rounded, quite fizzy. Anything else you're getting in there? Any kind of berries? No, definitely no no gooseberries in there. Describe the kind of apples you're imagining that are in there. Red, I'm going to say red apples. Red apples, yeah. <laughs> As opposed to green apples. Red, little red apples. Little red apples. Because it's, it's quite, um, I don't know, it's quite, it's quite sour, this one. Tart? Tart. Mm. A bit tart, rotten, a bit rotten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not great at marketing ciders, as you probably guessed. Oh, there you it's go. Right. It's all right. Well, it's, cheers it's to you, my friend. Wouldn't be my choice, but I'll drink it. Cheers to you. Cheers, chap. Yeah. So, what are we? Week is this week eleven of lockdown in the UK? It seems like week one hundred and eleven. I know. I'll be honest with you. I know. And uh, it's been a long time now. Yep. Time. It's things are getting better, aren't they? Things are definitely getting better week by week. Well, they're saying now, aren't they? I read some. Someone sent me a link. And I'm hearing, I don't know what to believe now when people send me links of stuff. But I heard something that said that the pubs are going to open on the 4th of July. And then I heard something that said that beer gardens are going to open on the 22nd of June. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether that's true. I'm not, I'm, maybe I should start, we should start a rumor on this podcast that that is true. I don't know. But things seem to be easing. And um, if I believe the stats that the, the news companies are saying, then things are moving in the right direction. Well, let's, um, let's let's follow that wave of optimism, shall we? Why not? And New Zealand are completely COVID-free, aren't they? Oh, yeah. All that the news. Everything's open there, apart from the borders. Yeah. So fair I'm play get- to New Zealand. I'm getting daily updates from there, just rubbing it in. 
Oh, of course. But, but it's winter over there, so screw you. We got sunshine. <laughs> would you rather have? Yeah, which would you rather have, sunshine or uh, or um? I wouldn't want. To be, I wouldn't want. Lockdown. I wouldn't want lockdown in winter. Oh, it'd be awful, wouldn't it? It'd be pretty um pretty dire, wouldn't it? Yeah, New Zealand, no new cases, no, um, and they've got zero kind of um, hospital, no, no one in hospital with it, with symptoms. Well, that's it. Well, that's Kiwis. Kiwis. Well played, yeah, well played. Talking to Kiwis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got a Kiwi in our Scrum Mastery Challenge lockdown. Yeah, so we, um, I feel we should go through and share some of the results, or mm. you've got to share your final verdict as well. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure on me. I didn't really think of that. <laughs> I'm putting this one all on you. Yeah, I can I'll give you some. Uh, I'll give you some of my notes, but I'm going to leave the final choice to you. As a people pleaser, judge isn't really a great job to have, is it? No. no. Anyhow, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, for anybody that wasn't aware, we've created a, a challenge, and we've invited contestants from all around the world to take part. And we have seven countries represented. Um, and the first challenge was to introduce yourself as if you were meeting your new team for the first time in 60 seconds. So they had to record a 60 second, no more introduction as if they were meeting their team for the first time. And there were some very different, different responses. Let's say that. Yeah, true. Uh, again, for anybody that's not aware, I'm I'm technically the games master, so the judge. Paul is uh, Paul's the referee, so he's the one making sure there are no rule breakings and making sure that I'm not acting outside of my official <laughs> remit and all that nonsense. Um, of course, this is just for fun. There is nothing at stake here, so there may well be some spurious. That's a nice word, isn't it? Spurious. I'm not sure where that spurious. came from spurious scoring uh, and analysis but hopefully there will be a little bit of an agile themed message that comes through as well so where should we start we've got seven seven entries well let's start um with mike mike's from canada well he's in canada oh is he and he's representing canada but he seemed to have rather a northeast (laughs) accent Um, okay i wouldn't like to suggest whether he was a, a smoghead or a geordie (laughs) <laughs> but uh he's definitely from from up north somewhere but yeah he's he's living in canada therefore he is representing canada yes he's representing canada um shall um, we um should we play his clip should we do that yeah so uh will this come through on hi i'm mike predominantly i'm just here to help i'd like you to tell me the thing that you'd like me to work on first um, so yeah, definitely not. Yeah, um, I, I'm not detecting a Canadian, a very strong Canadian accent. I think you're right there, Jeff. Hmm. Um, yeah. What did you think? Um, I thought it was positive, hmm. upbeat, and kind of very much a. Um, if I was a musician, his his voice was in a major chord rather than a minor one, so Ooh, it's quite interesting. you know. Yeah, so I, that that generally put me in a more in a positive frame of mind. But, and I thought what was interesting was I think he very much reinforced his role, even without perhaps um, telling us exactly what a scrum master was and using any terminology that might have blinded us if we were unaware. Good point. Certainly shared that um, the 
uh, or reinforce what a scrum master is there to do or what he's there to do, even without calling himself a scrum master? So we didn't specify that they were joining as a scrum master, but he, he did in his introduction. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm your new scrum master. Okay. Um, yeah, and yeah, you're right. He, he got across, I think, the ethos of, of the role without using any kind of jargon or term. Very confident without, yes. without coming across as um, domineering or dominant. No. Um, I got the impression that he really wanted to understand the team and, and how he could help. I got a sense of openness and very genuine. Um, and what so the, the 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 criteria that we said we were going to judge this on was impactful. The most yes. impactful would win. And I thought he wanted to make an impact straight away. By so the one thing he said was, you know, tell me the the first thing you want me to to get started on to ease your pain to help you um so a priority to make an impact and i thought yeah he, his message was clear and, and engaged me straight away i thought it was a, yeah, a good start um if i had a criticism yep um i was what i was missing there was i didn't learn much about mike himself true so i didn't i was um you know as a as a fellow human being, what, what was um, something about himself, his life, his personal life, anything about him that didn't really open up to me in terms of his, his personal um, mm. part of that, how much he did, what's going to bring in terms of his himself to the team. What, what, what do we need mm. about him, to know about him? Interesting. You said, um, yeah, cause you're right. I didn't, I didn't really notice that. And yet I still got a, an air of openness from him. It was one of the words that I use. Describe it. Uh, body language is very open, wasn't he? And, and yeah, and certainly using his hands a lot. Hmm. Okay, all right. Um, but just to, again, just to make you aware, um, Games Master Jeff here, that he did overrun. Hmm. So timekeeping has kind of, we need to keep a note on timekeeping. He overran by five seconds, I'm afraid. Okay, which might not sound a lot, but it's, you know, it's what? Still a rule break. Yeah. Six percent or something like that. I'm not sure. Um, okay, maybe even twelve percent. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Thank you, referee. So, where should we go next? Who, who should we? Uh, next on my, my list is Greg from New Greg Zealand. From New Zealand. Okay, let's find his little clip. Here we go. Kiora, Namaste, Tima, India, Team India. Kiora, Bonjour, Hello, Tima, Kenata. Team Canada. There's, there's Greg from New Zealand. Um, and I had to double check just because I didn't want to get it wrong. He was speaking in Maori there. Good. Okay. Uh, so he was, and he basically greeted uh, all of the contestants uh, in Maori. Kiora is, kiora is, is. I think it means hello. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. From a, from an impact point of view, I love the fact that he was sharing something from his culture, something mm-hmm. different, um, a little bit of himself. And I think the fact that he called out each of the nationalities, each of the countries individually, I think was a nice touch. I think that impacted me. It would have probably impacted them as well. Yeah. A little repetitive by the end. Yeah. Hmm. Um, even even the, the tone was a little bit repetitive. Mm-hmm. If I was being hypercritical. So I think there was a, a, a strong initial engagement. 
and then yeah. the engagement would have dropped a little bit as, as yeah. we went on. Mm. Anything else? I, I wrote down here educational. Yeah. For me, that was, there was a there was a learning element to that that a lot of time and investment he's put into learning that and uh, and rehearsing that and um, appreciating other languages, but also we we stood to learn something from that as well as a group. True. As, as a team member. Good point. Good point. Okay, good. All right, where should we go next? But again, Jeff, before I move what? on, overran by 12 seconds, I'm afraid, on that one. Oh, Greg. Big overran. That's, yeah, a lot longer than Mike. So, again, just, just make a note okay. to yourself. All let's right, go right. with um, let's go with uh, Jags. Jags. Jags okay, so Jags is representing Team United Kingdom. Hiya, my name is Jags. I love mountaineering. The fresh air that the mountain gives me gives me a fresh perspective. There, just a short ten-second snippet of his sixty-second um, yeah. submission, and I think the, the the thing that struck me here was was metaphor. Yeah, okay. So for everyone else's benefit, he, he, he used the fact that he liked mountaineering, shared that about himself, and then um, and talked about helping teams navigate safely um, and explore new heights. Um, I, I, I like that kind of metaphor. That really impacted me. Yeah. Um, I was struck, I wrote down a couple of things here on my notes, uh, which says, I think he uses the word unusual. Did he say unusual in the, yes. in the clip? Yeah. And then um, he said, uh, I'm going to tell you something unusual about myself, which caught my attention. Yeah. So it very much, I thought I kind of almost shifted into my seat when I heard it. I thought, oh, this is, this is going to be okay. usual. But then I was slightly disappointed. <laughs> Because you consider mountaineering to not be unusual. No, I, I, th- I was expecting some, um, you know, kind of claim to fame or um, mm. I don't know, perhaps something. Maybe I was left a little slightly disappointed by that. Yeah. But, you know. So it's interesting because, um, I mean, if you do make a claim, you've got to back it up. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 I can see what you're saying. Though. I don't necessarily think mountaineering is unusual but he also said which we didn't have in the little snippet of the clip that i played there he likes mountaineering so much that it scares him oh um, yeah that, that is that's a bit more weird yeah, yeah. so I'd like to ask more questions about that yeah and but again from an impact point of view that that gets me thinking there's an element of intrigue there. there's an element of curiosity and, and i'm thinking yeah. okay so maybe he's got himself into a few a few bit, bits of trouble on the mountains you know because yeah so there's some stories behind it. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was – and the visualization thing is always quite a, an impactful thing for me. I was imagining being on a mountain. I was imagining – I was picturing it. So, And I, I came across as quite passionate to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did he overrun as well? <laughs> I'm afraid so, Jeff. <laughs> there's a theme. Uh, there there's is a theme. A theme yeah, but, um, he only overran by four seconds. Okay, exactly. all right. Okay, but it's still an overrun all the same. Yeah, time box is a time box. Exactly, scrum master should know that. You think? True, true. Good stuff. Let's move on to Anshul. Anshul. Okay, so from Singapore. The uh, tricky one here, uh, because Anshul didn't actually speak. Yeah, so we can't really play a clip, can we? Well, well, I will. (laughs) 
Yeah, Anshul um, basically uh, wrote his message on yeah. on cards and uh, you know, revealed one after the other, but had a backing track to it. And he timed some of his messages to the music. Was it, were they timed to the music? One of them, well, at least one of them was. And, and you think that was deliberate? Yes, because I think he okay. paused and waited for, for a point in the music. Okay. And I also noticed he moved his eyebrows in time with the music as well. I see, and I've written down here on my notes, good eyebrows. Yeah. I've yeah. written down the words good eyebrows. I think that, that, that was quite impactful. I like the fact that he was wearing a systems thinking T-shirt as well. Did you see that? No, I didn't notice. I think that, that sent a message that he's he's mm. thinking of the whole. I like the music as well. That was that was nice, and it was creative. I think you could have made. I think you're right. So I wrote down the thing I remembered about that. So you look at you talk about impact. You could also mm. talk about memorable. And I've written down here. I listen more than I speak. So I've that's the on the on those pieces of paper that he's written on. That's the thing um, I remembered from it. Yeah, I think he could have. And that only really resonated with me at the point that he showed it. It made sense. Yeah. I almost think he could have played, re- replayed that and perhaps reintroduced it or show, kept showing it more than once and perhaps done it um, at the beginning and at the end as a reminder. I thought it was quite, um, there was a nice, it could have been a nice theme running all the way through that. I, th- I took it as a nice reveal. Yes. I took it as a, okay, what's going on here? What's going on? Ah. Ah, I see what you've done there, Anshul. Uh, the Prestige. You've yeah, seen that film, The Prestige? I have, I have, yeah, on your recommendation. Um, yeah. Seven out of ten. Um, <laughs> uh, and, yeah, and he finished with, so what do you want to know or ask the team? He was asking the team. So that, that listening more than speaking, I thought the content matched the theme. I thought it was the very well, was, very well thought was, through. And it had an impact on me. Okay. And it was within 60 seconds. Excellent. So, yeah, Anshul was representing Team Singapore. Yes. He is actually from India, but he is representing Team Singapore. That's where he lives. Uh, so where are we going next? We're going from Singapore to India to Vikash. My name is Vikas Garwal. I will be the scrum master on this project. And this is my lockdown look. So uh, for the benefit of those who didn't get the video, for the first 50 seconds of that video, Vikas was hidden behind some flowers, a bunch of flowers that he was holding. Uh, He introduced himself, told us about his experience, uh, and then with five seconds to go, played a loud noise, revealed his unruly lockdown hair, and went a bit mental, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it definitely had an impact. Yeah, and I've written down it had a twist. So um, that, again, in terms of storytelling, in terms of um, maintaining suspense, Hmm. I was thinking, okay, what's something's going to happen. There's a reason why he's hidden his face. Mm -hmm. Has he drawn something silly on his face? (laughs) Has he, he, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to think. And it just, that... Almost, it was a mixture of suspense, stroke, um, um, kind of cringiness mm. about all my kind of. It was kind of, do I want to see what's next? That kind of, dare I, dare I look at the screen? But that that in itself created that kind of drama. There was there was certainly a lot of drama in it. Um, and 
the I've written down here a bit of humor in it as well. I yeah. don't know if he, it was quite hard to 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 hear what he was the words that he was putting in at the end, but he mentioned about the number of times he's seen Frozen Two during mm-hmm. lockdown. I don't think and he happy that. feet. Yeah, and happy feet. Yeah, so certainly I, I wrote down there's a bit of humor in it, and that kind of brought it was a nice kind of resolution to that that video that that um, and also a bit of. A bit of him, a bit of his personality, a bit of his family life. Yeah, about what's actually going on—good, the bad, the bad—rather than all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm um, I'm struggling with this as much as as everyone else. So that was a kind of common struggle in that. I, I like that. Yeah, uh, I like the vulnerability and the the sharing, the personal and the professional. And yeah, the the I think the willing to make a make a joke. Um, and yeah, make light. Yeah, yeah, make light of it himself. I thought that was great. And he was within time as well. Okay, well done, Vikas. Where are we going next? Two more to see, I think. Uh, Stefan. Stefan, uh, representing Deutschland, Germany. Hi, I'm Stefan. I'm an Agile coach from Southern Germany, and I'm here to help. I have blend experience as a software engineer. I like any kind of games and always fancy a good cup of coffee or a cold beer. My own secret superpower is team building. There, so... Stefan, and again, what you couldn't see was he was standing in front of a whiteboard with his name written from top to bottom. Uh, and he then, after that clip, then wrote some words. So he wrote a word beginning with S, a word beginning with T, and one word for each letters of his name. Um, while not talking. And it's back mm-hmm. to the camera. So I, I, I liked the fact that he was sharing about himself. Um, I love an acronym. <laughs> as, as I think that was secretly he was trying to, uh, you know, soften you up there a bit as a judge that he knows that you like ac- acronyms. Mm. I did struggle to read what he'd actually written. Yeah, I'd written down that it was he's chosen a, a even just the color scheme he chosen he chose a green pen I think on a white on a whiteboard and which from the distance the camera was it was quite hard to read. Um, I liked the superpower. I did like that. Yep. Um, and uh, he, he, he told us about what he likes, and he, he, he told us a bit about himself. Mm-hmm. So, he, he, and again, it builds. He was a, um, a good way of building bridges with potential new teams that find find some common ground. Yeah, and you know, I'm not saying everyone does, but a lot of people like coffee. So maybe maybe it's a good way to establish something to talk about during a coffee break. So I like that. Yeah, um, he finished with. So, what questions do you have? Basically, opening yeah. himself up to the team, which which I really liked. Uh, I think that in, from an impact point of view, he started off well, and then there was a long period where there was no impact, and then there was a, a nice bit of impact at the end. So, kind of mm-hmm. a valley, if you like, a nice hill, and then a valley, and then a hill. Mm-hmm. Which then leaves us with Team USA. And so Stefan was within the time limit as well. Just to, to, to I'll tell, I'll let you know if they if anyone runs over. Okay. Uh, so Team USA is a, a, a different situation in that they're a, they're a pair. So they are pair contestants. Robin Fay. Hi, I'm Rob Reed. And I'm Faye Thompson. And we love learning and growing along with our teams. And have a little bit of fun doing it along the way. Quite a quick clip. Um, their, their whole submission actually was, was a little bit short, wasn't it? It was, it was well within the time. Well, I didn't criticise them for being short. I just got written down here they were within the 60 seconds, which was the only rule we had. Mm. I noticed it was short. It was 48 seconds. 
So did you, for, so as far as making an impact, do you think time equal is, is proportional to impact? Um, in some ways, um, I think, so I, they were very, very open, very genuine. Um, it looked like they would work well together as a pair um, yeah. uh, and they would play well off each other, either in a, in a job share or in a, in a truly pairing environment. I thought they would, they would do really well um, and actually do the job well. And I thought, yeah. so we learned a little bit about them. They told us you know, what they like to do in their spare time with their kids and ice hockey and things. And I just thought, you've got 12 more seconds to make an impact. Yeah. And I thought it was a missed opportunity. Okay. And let's just talk about, because they were quite explicit on, on their um, clip. I'm um, not sure if it was there, but certainly in the full video that they did used to work together. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I noticed, I've written down here, um, in joke. So I think there was a point that Rob, um, he shouted out, go Jackets. Mm. Which is, I, I assume, the name of the ice hockey team because yeah. But so if you, but just play this back. If that was, let's say that that was uh, two people, yeah, who had worked together before joining a new team, yeah, and they have a private oh. joke or an, an in joke. True. Would that have had an impact potentially mm. on the people that they joined that team with? True. True. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got I got the impression that if they'd have been asked, they would have. They would have easily explained it, but in a new team setting, would people feel confident to ask and, and look silly and asking the question? I get your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so this is now our opportunity to just sort of talk more generally about you know, joining a new team um, yeah. and introducing yourself and developing that, that rapport quite quickly. What do they say? You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Uh, I think true. maybe you do, but, but that's because I've got a bad memory. Um, <laughs> I meet lots of people for the first time a couple of times. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the generally speaking, there was – what was the common about them? There was – in general, there was a lot of sharing. Yeah. You know, this is who I am. Yeah, sort of honesty, sense of vulnerability, which is, in general, a really good way to, to build trust, build rapport. Um, and because human beings, we tend to operate on the principle of reciprocity. You know, I, I do something for you. You generally do something for me. Then it's the best way to get a sense of openness and honesty in return is to, is to be open and honest to begin with. Yeah. What else from an agile perspective would you say stood out from, from this task? So for me, certainly, I think I'm a little bit, um, I've been heavily influenced by Lencioni's five dysfunctions of a team and that, that kind of classic triangle, the, yeah. um, the five dysfunctions. And for me, I think what I'm always looking for and with team building exercises or with team formation exercises or introductions is this sense of vulnerability. I think if you've got, if you're willing to admit that um, I struggle with these things or um, I'm looking for help with these things, it doesn't sound like for me, it doesn't sound like a very, in a job interview, for instance, it's a, it's a, it's a hard thing to, to expose mm. but if you're trying to build um strong bonds then you've got to be willing to to say i'm i'm looking for help with with some things or i'm perhaps not so good on these things and i've it just makes you it makes you more more human makes you feel makes you look and makes you appear and sound more genuine i mm. think personally maybe it's a lot to do with me that you know i'm, I'm more willing to, to share what i'm not great at well no one likes to know it all do they 
No. If someone comes in the room and acts like yeah, they're an expert, generally that most people would take an instant dislike to them. There's an element of, uh, you know, I feel confident in you, maybe in your expertise, but as a person, I think you're a bit arrogant. And I don't, yeah. I don't think that's just a British thing. I think that's a, that's a fairly universal thing. You can rub people up the wrong way, but the, so, so we know that we know nobody's perfect. And so if somebody's pretending they are, then we, we can't trust them. Yeah. But it also opens the door for other people then to say, I'm not perfect either. Mm. And something that I've actually been talking a lot about recently, if, you, if, you, if you're open about where you do need help, it gives people the opportunity to help you. Yeah. And people like to help. Mm. They, they like to rescue people. They like to, to get that warm feeling of, of I've helped out. And you know, I spend a lot of time with people who, who do take too much on themselves. And when we talk about it, when we talk about this idea of asking for help, yes, there's, it can be seen as a, as a sign of weakness, but also there's a, there's a feeling of, well, I don't want to bother people. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be an obligation. I don't want to be a burden. But yeah. actually asking for help is one of the most generous things you can do because it gives someone the opportunity to, to give you that help and get that nice warm feeling. Mm. Absolutely. And it's, uh, I think it's interesting how, um, so what I love about these tasks and you, you and I deliberated a long time about the even the wording of the, these tasks and the ambiguity brings so many different things, but, um, most people tended to take the, the the stance here that they were the scrum master. Would you agree or that yeah. they were there to provide the scrum master role? Yeah. And I, th- I don't think we explicitly said that. We All didn't. Right. I mean, it, with the, the, the show. It's called scrum, scrum mastery challenge. I get Yeah. So there may be an yeah. assumption there, but, um, but it's not, I would generally say if the scrum masters that I've coached and my experience of, of teaching scrum masters as well, is it, it may appear not to be very cool to not know something or not, or to be inferior in yeah. some way or to, to appear, I don't know what's going on. That's what I liked about Mike's especially, right back to the beginning, is that he was, tell me what's going on, is, is, is a willingness to learn. Yeah. And that, in a roundabout way, that's kind of a weakness, right? I don't know what's going on right now. Show me what's going on. Mm. I, I'm here to learn and I don't know. Mm. So... It's, I think it's a very much a, a self-preservation thing that we feel we need to show strength mm. when we're introducing ourselves to a new scary environment. But I think even though it sometimes might not be the, the coolest thing to do, showing a little bit of weakness could actually be um, be of benefit. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's good, that's good. And for me, in, in terms of um, what resonates with me is, is tell me stories. So if you want to create connections, if you want to build commonality and establish uh, common ground, tell stories. There was a couple of, uh, I think certainly Jags did it in terms of that, that metaphor of his family being on a mountain. And there was a couple of instances of we got an insight into perhaps some family stories that were going on there or even some lockdown stories from from Vikash in, in, in a funny kind of way. Yeah. Who's really they just they help with that visualization they help with being able to put empathy being able to put ourselves in people's shoes mm. yeah definitely mm. all right good one liked it so now comes the the difficult part 
Oh, you've got a score now. Well, I know. I know. It's, it's tough. And I think my instinct is to think, okay, well, there's seven contestants, so go seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. I don't think it's as clear cut as that. I, I, and I, uh, this isn't me wimping out. I'm not going to say everybody's a winner. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't go to that school. Um, right. I have a winner. I have a winner. Okay. Um, I, I'm. Should I start winning? Yeah, I'll start. I'll start at the top. And sure, I'm going to give the win. Okay. Um, I should be making a note of this. So, in terms of, um, and how many are you going to give, give Angel some points? I am. I'm going to. I'm going to give Angel uh, seven points. Okay. Yeah. Bring that down to. Uh, yeah, I liked. I liked it. I liked the creativity, and I liked the. He put a lot of thought into matching things up, and he built something around a very simple message that I think was at the heart of of his belief and what he was going to do, and. The, the little bit of a sort of, as you called it, prestige at the end made a bit of an impact mm-hmm. on me. I like that. Um, I think I'm, I'm grouping two together next, two people. Okay. So, and they're, they're, they're quite similar, I suppose, uh, in Mike and Jags. Um, okay. I think they both wanted to understand. I thought they were both open. I thought they were both genuine. They both... Um, came across as as servant leaders um, and impacted me. And, yeah, I I couldn't really separate them. They're different, but I couldn't really separate them. So I'm going to put them in joint second um, and give them six points each. Okay. And the other four are so different to each other that they've all got strengths and they've all got slight gaps. Okay. Um, So... I'm, I'm grouping all of those four together I, and, and giving them all three points. Okay. But we've got some, some issues with time boxes. Which ones Which ones were too long? Uh, right, okay. So the three time boxes that were broken were um, Mike, five seconds, Greg, 12 seconds, and Jags, uh, four seconds. Okay. Dock them a point each. All of them a point each. Yeah. Okay. So right. what, what does that leave us with? So the leaderboard at the moment is uh, at the top, we have Anshul with seven points. In uh, joint second place, we have Mike and Jags with five points each. We have uh, joint third place. Sorry, it's not joint third, is it at all? The next place, I can't work it out, uh, is Vikash, uh, Stefan and Rob and Faye with three points. And at the bottom, the moment for the moment, is Greg with two points. I, f- I feel bad. I already feel bad. <laughs> oh, well, that is life. All good, all good stuff. Um, but yeah, timekeeping. It's a, it's a yes. thing for me. It's a thing for me. It's, well, a, lot of it's a thing. Yeah. In this task, but there's plenty of other tasks to play for. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, this was, this was really about that, that sort of first, that first meeting, that, that building up of a relationship. Agile is so much about relationships, isn't it? it teamwork. Well, Teamwork is about relationships, um, and that sense of of trust and you know, meeting people where they are. They all looked at this from a from a sort of scrum master's perspective, that that servant leadership perspective, and they they sort of put themselves second. Yeah, um, and I think that's a massive massive part of part of leadership from an agile perspective. 
It's good. I like that. So if you guys, if you, if, as listeners, if you want to join in and, and send in your introductions, then tweet us, just tag us, and um, we'll, we'll, we'll retweet them, and it'll be cool. Play along. Very good. All right. Anything, what else, anything else going on? No, I think that's um, we're up to forty or so minutes now, so that's uh, that's good. We we got that's plenty. All right, good. Well, we'll um, we'll be back next week and we'll debrief the second challenge. We can't say what it is yet, can we? No, we can't say what it is yet. We've got to keep it a secret. Keep but it. hopefully, so just a reminder to um, share. If if we can ask, make one request of you: share share this podcast with someone that you know, a work colleague. Just point them in our direction. And maybe they'll become a listener too. And you can share stories about the Scrum Master Mastery Challenge Lockdown Edition when we next run it. Nice one. Thank you, referee. That's all right. And thank you to all our contestants. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.